come to my attention, ladies and gentlemen, Silent Mike, the one and only Jim McD, 3SB.co, that we don't have the proper ego for the jobs we're in. That's what's come to my I attention. I cannot dispute that. I think your mic can probably can come up a little bit because you're... It's still a little quiet on my end, but we're in there. I mean, I'm fine if it's fine coming through. My ears are fine, as long as you're fine. Yeah, it works. Is that good? Yeah, sure. Okay. I don't really need to hear my damn self. That, uh, or, or maybe, um, I don't know. I do like to talk. Yeah. But the difference is, I think I like to talk. I don't like the sound of my voice, and I'm not talking literally. Like, people like to hear themselves talk. Yeah. Figuratively. Figuratively. Right? Yeah. Like, they think they're important enough. Yeah, I mean, they think their ideas are more important and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. For sure. Where I like to talk... Because yeah. of ADHD and just I like to ramble yeah, yeah. and have conversation. Yeah, but yeah. people like to hear themselves talk. Yeah. And those are the podcasts. Because what I was looking at, all these analytics and shit, and I try not to because it jacks up my brain and you end up in this comparison game. But so many people do multiple podcasts a week. Right. You and I have our hands very full. At the moment. Which yeah. is, yeah, not the plan at the moment, maybe in the future. And then a lot of them, like if they have a show like ours – or similar or something, they'll do like um, like two two guests a week or something, and then like three solos. Whether it's just, you and I can because it's different, but like a solo solo, like a one person podcast. Yeah, I could never do that. Yeah, I just don't know. I just don't know. I rant sometimes on Instagram, but it's always like answering a question or joking around or whatever. Uh, and the reason I guess this pops up is one person just commented said. Read it word for word. And this sounds kind of egotistical because he's complimenting us, and that's why I'm reading it, but it is. He said, uh, uh, not 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 a question, but I genuinely like following guys like you who aren't, quote-unquote, influencer-esque. Uh, you seem like a cool dude, whatever, whatever. Um, and I guess the answer is, yeah, we and me are not good influencers, which is like a backhanded... Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not good at social media to be completely honest. Like, yeah, I don't think I am either. That's my, my goal is to have a hundred percent of the social media that I need to deal with. It that's not just my person, not dealt with by me, because yeah. because my uh, my the 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 negative factor of my ego gets involved in it, and I'm like, oh, nobody's getting interested in this and whatever. Yeah. And it's just it kind of the same thing with um um with you know like direct email stuff whatever you know like we don't do as much of it as we probably should because yeah. we're sensitive to the audience but at the same time like nobody else is i don't know i mean i'm not sure yeah. why we're concerned so that's another point that brings up in my head our, our buddy john obese to beast um was doing uh like a not a q a but like a, a mini joking survey feelers on his instagram yeah and he went in his story and said like what are some things you hate to see "Quote unquote influencers do, or uh, what are you tired of on Instagram, or what do you what do you not like?" And like the number one response, and he just kept reposting it is like sales, sales and codes, sales and codes, sales and codes. Because you'll go on people's Instagram story, and it's just sales and codes, sales and codes, sales and codes. And we did a whole podcast on this like three weeks ago about mm. our own influencer marketing or what we might do as a company, but. I'm we are both very sensitive to that I don't I don't think I have the negative thing that you said like I don't I don't think like I just post whatever the fuck I want to post um and so like in that sense I think I'm a good influencer quote-unquote because like I just don't care I really don't like if if it's me and Dan fucking around on my couch I'm gonna post that like I just don't I don't overthink which is good but then I also don't 
which is good for my mental health maybe, but maybe not good for the game. I'm not good at the game. I don't want to play the game though. Yeah. You know, I don't want to... I'm for for sure not good at the game. Yeah. I, but I, like, okay, so uh, I enjoy traction on Twitter more than I enjoy traction on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, by a good bit. Twitter, uh, I'm not very good, good at, quote unquote, either, but it's um, one of my favorite platforms. And and just, just kind of on the down low, not all of my t- Twitter interaction is as me. And yeah. and it often does so much better when it's not as me, totally yeah. unrecognizable. Yeah. So uh, uh, sort of any influencer component, you know, of my tiny little Twitter following is shot to hell because primarily what I do is just respond to other people. Right. And then... Which I like, though. That's yeah. what I like about Twitter is like silly banter, memes... It can be serious too, but like real conversation. Yeah, it's like a real conversation back and forth. Where even if you do it in the comments on Instagram, and, and not that Twitter can't be toxic, Twitter can one hundred percent be toxic. Very toxic. Yeah, but uh, Instagram's just like Instagram and YouTube. I feel like it's like twelve year old toxic. Where like on Twitter, it can be toxic for sure, but at least there's some like yeah moderate to- not the toxicity level is the same, but like I don't know, it just feels different. Like, like it's not like my dad's stronger than your dad. Like, that's what you end up with on fucking YouTube. You don't end up with that on Twitter. Like, people I, are are, yeah. are close minded, sure, yeah. but that's just humans. Like, you'll you'll find that. I don't know. My favorite commenters are definitely not ones historically uh, ones on YouTube. We don't give it a ton of comments for it this, no. at this point on the podcast videos. Yeah, yeah, we are on YouTube. If you guys want to check it out and see our fat faces, but um, something you said too is like I I have zero issues if my companies, our companies, the other companies I'm involved with 100% outgrew my personal socials. I would delete my shit overnight. I think that's a lot of people, yeah. I don't know, though. I think... You could be wrong. I I think a lot of folks are addicted to their voice. (laughs) They're addicted to that. Maybe. Uh, Actually, uh, something that I'm kind of dealing with right now uh, is that uh, I have made the decision to uh repurpose my own uh youtube as as the gym's youtube because yeah. there's i mean the majority of content on there is podcasts and and lifting and and that you know and n- not other than just being on on you know the old podcast and this podcast or whatever um it hasn't very very much been centered on me ever yeah yeah so it should yeah, you're be always behind big, the camera right yeah. exactly exactly so it shouldn't be that hard a thing to do but like i started that thing in 20 20 yeah 2006 yeah. 2006 yeah. and that's a long time to be to ride along with something and then what i figured that i'm probably going to have to just create a new one that's just me so that i can comment on other people's stuff because i don't want to go in and comment oh, as the gym. as as the gym and if you switch this is behind the scenes youtube stuff if you switch to a brand account it wipes out every personal comment you ever made on anybody's video. I didn't know that. It, I uh, that's something I've just never been good at. And like social media is cool when you're social. Yeah. I've made a lot of cool friends, right? Bart, Omar, all these guys are my really good friends because of social media. Because we've interacted that way. YouTube, a lot of platforms because I never really watch them on the Twitch world <laughs> and other places. It's called lurking. Yeah. Like I'm a lurker. YouTube, yeah, yeah. I never even lurked. But like Twitch or something, I'll watch a lot of people never do anything. Um, Instagram, I'll comment here and there. I'll try to make a joke or, you know, I, I like stuff to support. 
I don't comment as much as I should on yeah. Instagram, honestly. That's part of the game, though. It is part. It's hundred percent part of the game, and it's it's. I can't always think of something clever to say. If I can't say something clever, then I probably don't say much of anything at all. Unless somebody, you know, this is another phenomenon that I don't really know how to deal with, and I really wish I could figure out how to tap into the zeitgeist of it because I think that there's definitely something there, and that's the sad social media post. People share. Like that they're depressed, and this is oh, yeah. this is Mental Health Awareness Month, and so yeah. it's a good time to tell people you're depressed on on social media, I guess. Yeah. Um. Uh. And I'm not minimizing it at all. I'm just telling you that I'm seeing. A I'll lot minimize of it. it for you afterwards. Continue. <laughs> uh. Or when people say they're getting a divorce, or that they lost a child, or yeah. they, have a kid, they have a family member in the hospital. There's been a crap yeah. ton of that in the last year with COVID and whatever, and like. I'm I'm kind of a sucker for those. Yeah. Like I'm kind of a sucker for reading them and reading the comments and see who responds and 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 whatever. Uh, but the, you know, I'm friends with a lot of people on 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 Facebook because in the beginning everybody just friended everybody. So I don't have I never have had five thousand, but I've always for a very long time had over four thousand. That's a lot of people to keep track of, and their sad stuff will pop up in my in my feed. Yeah, and I'll get interested in like, well, what the hell, you know, what happens after whatever? And there's like, how do you ever follow that up? Because you don't necessarily remember the person's name, and sure. you got to look for it. And it's, I mean, there's some just very sad stories, and people feel that some kind of relief about sharing it and I kind of to a certain extent I kind of get it because one of the hardest things about about going through a some big upheaval in your life is having to tell the story a thousand times right I I think I struggle I like to think and obviously it's easy for me to say it's much more validating if others people say it about me that I'm empathetic I like to think I am um, but I'm, I'm not on the internet. <laughs> and, uh, I think because, um, because I've like grown up in this in a way where uh, I went through a lot of dark shit, 18 to 25 and we all go through dark shit, but that was like a dark time and the internet, that's when social media stuff was mm -hmm. going. Facebook might be different because Facebook started so interpersonal. Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't, it, it, although it's quote unquote a social media, it was like, you're not just adding people, you know, um, or, or there's, there's very connected dots mm -hmm. or on Instagram, there's no dots. Right. Uh, and so Facebook telling your story might be a little different cause you probably do have your grandma and your aunt and your sister and your cousin on there. So you're updating or communicating, mm -hmm. right. It's, it feels, it feels more close knit where for me, I just see so much of it. I'm like, damn virtue signaling. And who am I to judge? Right. Like I'm a fucking, I think some of it is, but I don't think all of it is. No, that's so, uh, Facebook. No, for sure. Not all of it, but I'm just so like, I don't know. And maybe also because I'm closed in on my personal stuff, you know, like I'm just not that guy. Like if I'm telling a story, like you just mentioned mental health month, I I'm telling a story for like a purpose, whether it's like educational for intent mm. and, and hopefully I come across that way, but other people may call me a virtue signaler as well. Right. Like if I talk about anxiety or going to therapy or whatever, mm. um, or passing of loved ones, like I get it. It's hard to judge that. Mm. Right. Cause we can never truly judge one's intentions from the outside. Um, I just struggle with that line personally. Um, and I'm an open book. I share what I can. I share what I think is useful. And it does come all to the intent of the creator. But for me, when it's just so much, like every week, every month, I'm like, come on, man. You know, like, what, what what's your real intent here? Is it just to get pats on the back? Mm -hmm. or, or are you really trying to convey a message to help people seek help, seek this, 
be happy or settle some anxiety or whatever. And then, and then what are you doing in your, in your day to day interactions, personal life to actually help that? Yeah. And again, you know, like I can toot my horn all day and this and that, and I try to be there for people. And, and, and Jim knows some people in our lives that, you know, we may be there for in, in other situations. But I think like that's what, what impact are you really having? Me going on my Instagram story and telling you I'm sad, talk to a therapy or whatever. It just doesn't feel genuine if you're not doing that in your day-to-day steps, I guess. I, uh, and that's for everything, right? That's the same with fitness. People doing the same thing. Like, I work out all day, and then they're fucking shoving their face full of pizza, addicted to opioids, and, and you know what I mean? Like, well, then you're not genuine either, and that's obviously a thing. Yeah. I think that maybe one of the bigger mind-blowing things is when you find out that um, – like somebody that 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 appeared to be in a, like a really solid relationship, suddenly they're getting a divorce. That yeah. that'll blow you up. Or one where somebody seems to be in a relatively good place in your in their life, and you realize that like they have a serious drug or alcohol problem yeah. that they've been masking all along. And 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 I mean, not that you would necessarily be putting the depths of that that on sure. on social media, but like. Somebody turn around and say, "Hey, like I, I know I have a problem, with whatever." And like I just, I just have seen a lot of it lately. I don't know. That's I, a, a couple of people that I, I, I wouldn't say like not necessarily close friends, but people I'm friendly with, sure. whatever. In you know, no, 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 yeah. uh, announce you know, uh, uh, one announcing a divorce in the last week. One I find out that there has clearly been a divorce I didn't know about. Yeah. I've talked to this person in a while. It's like, huh. it is hard because okay. like those situations which are real. Yeah. And everyone, many of us struggle with at some point or another. Um, I can also see why they would put their, it's just social media makes everything so complicated. I can see why they put their best foot forward. Right. Right. Because otherwise then they do just turn into like a whiny bitch on the internet. <laughs> my divorce, my this, my that. Yeah, yeah. Or do you put your best foot forward for yourself and for your your audience and not talk about that every single day, even though that's probably what's on your mind every single day. You right. know, I see both sides. Um, and and to some, that may be called fake, quote-unquote, right? Like, oh, well, this person's so sad, they're an alcoholic, and they're getting divorced, and this, and their dad died. And Well, well, yeah, they probably are very sad, but do you want them just to mope? Or, like, you know what I mean? It, it gets so foggy on what to do as a, quote-unquote, content creator when you're not in a great place. Yeah. What do you do? And well, and a, lot, and a lot of people are just regular people who are not content creators, and they, uh, but they just it. happen to be on social media, and they're and they're right. They're spilling this stuff, and you're like, Ugh. that part's. Wow. Uh, I think it is very different because the audience you assume is more close knit. Right. I, if you if you have four hundred followers, that, yeah. yeah. If you have four hundred followers on Instagram, you probably hugged them all. Yeah. Right? You, might, you might be able to pick them out of a crowd. No, for sure. Right. Yeah. Whereas like, the situation that yeah. Even my not very large social media, yeah. it's, there's just no it's, way. It's confusing. Even That's, who I follow, yeah, I, I, that used to be like kind of a rule of mine, and it was probably just a pretentious, egotistical rule. Maybe not, but it, I just thought like I'm just going to follow people I actually know. Like yeah. if I met you at an expo and we had at least three minute convo, semi connected, and you know we follow each other. Now it's a little bit different just because I haven't seen a human in three years, or it feels like. <laughs> so now I just follow whatever. But uh, it, it is such a conundrum of. Because I think there is a responsibility when you get a platform. And what that responsibility is has gotten really hairy too as as politics and all these things have taken over in the world. But I do think you at least owe it to yourself to write your own moral code. And I'm not here to tell you what that is or what that isn't, but you should write, have something. Just as I think you should have one in life. You should have some kind of code in life that 
Um, you know, whether that's your secret to life or your mission to life or your fulfillment or what it is. And that should also be a rule. Like, I think, you know, we have general rules when you're in public, how you should act, yeah. how you should treat someone nicely, how you should, you know, I think you should also have your own for your life relationship, business, business is a big one. I think people just hop into business or popularity and they don't think about these things. So they'll mm -hmm. just, you know, and that's how you turn into a quote unquote sellout because you never built this code of what matters to you and how you want to make money. Um, and if your code has none of that, I don't want to be friends with you, but by all means, do you, right? Like, I'm not here to judge, but I just think having a lack of code. And the same thing with you, if your social media blows up, you should have a reason why you should share things or don't share things. And I can't, you know, I'm not the judge or the jury, but I think it's important for your own inner self to kind of have that mm -hmm. and i've just and maybe mine's been too strict or or whatever and mine's changed and everyone's changed but you do it for 12 years and you i've built up a pretty good code of what i'll share and what i won't share or what i'll say and what i won't say even little ones like in this one maybe i'm more strict on someone asked me about back pain i say go to a doctor <laughs> yeah. right like oh, little yeah. stuff like that or but then it scales down if someone asked me about a clean and jerk i say i don't do that much go somewhere else yeah right like that's right. my code where again other people's codes are different yeah that's a fair point um uh kind of going back to what i was saying before about just not or just wanting to task it off to somebody else the the social yeah. media of the businesses uh i listened to a book that our our friend Dean, who was here with us last week, uh, uh, recommended called Who Not How. And um, I uh, uh, feel strongly about, uh, usually about business improvement kind of books where uh, there is a, uh, a pay-to-play component that's built around it. But every once in a while you get one that uh, actually... Um, uh, you can implement things from without having to get deep into their system. You don't have to buy anything more than the book and yeah. you can get the book in a library and you're good to go. The other issue with that too, on that same note is that, um, business is such just a broad thing. Yeah. Right. How much money you have, how you're trying to scale the industry you're in. So some books say all this stuff that just doesn't apply. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like, yeah, it'd be great to delegate everything, but like, where does that money coming from? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like not necessarily a startup or, you know, yeah, yeah, we're absolutely. not a tech company that has $3 million. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, this book had, if there was one thing that really drove me crazy about it, I'm not going to remember the name of the, uh, of the author because that's another story. But, uh, I am super annoyed by the business startup world and the expression 10 X. I 10 X to this and I 10 X that it's like, you probably didn't and you're probably not going to, and yeah. let's be realistic for just a minute. Yeah. But can you Im improve stuff? Absolutely. Sure. You know, and, and, and most people who are in business are, uh, pretty en enthusiastic about, about two X right. <laughs> or 1.5 X, yeah. you know, a, I mean, win. That's a win, a win. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It, it all that's more reasonable. Um, I think that this ear thingy is going sh um, off on me. Anyway, um, oh yeah, it definitely is. There's something going on. With it. Anyway, I may have to switch to headphones. Um, what was I saying? Oh, but the idea that the best person to do the job should be the best person, which is the best person to for you to have do the job. And at the beginning stages, yeah, it's it's obviously more of a problem right. because you don't have the money for it. But eventually you get to the point where, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm really not making the best use of my time yeah. and I'm not contributing the best to the business this way and somebody else could do it better. 
and I'm kind of living in that place. We're not a hundred percent there from a financial standpoint, but like we're getting there and I just can't possibly wait because it means I'll be able to spend less time thinking about social media, honestly. Yeah. I think uh, for me, I'm no business guru by any means. Um, but I've had my hand in a couple things that did okay. And like, People talk about like training being for life and like learn how to train and that be for life. And I, I don't think most people actually draw those lines. But for me, it's super clear. Like, um, why do we squat bench dead? Most bang for your buck. Yeah. So what do I do in my business? Like, what makes the most money? What's the priority right now? Mm-hmm. And I think about it that same thing. What are like the top three to five things that are bringing in money or that I need to do to bring in money or optimize situations to bring in money? And then you have your accessories and then you have your isolations and it just a trickle down effect. And mm-hmm. so like, yeah, like social media is kind of one of them. Like um, you kind of ha- have to have it. And the best social media marketer, or like maybe not even social media marketer is probably not a good term. The best Instagram poster yeah. in the world versus the worst Instagram poster. That gap isn't that crazy mm-hmm. compared to, um, I don't know, a content creator or something or, or another topic, right? Like Or even like a, a general marketer yeah. or, or, or production or whatever it might be. And so to delegate those, that's kind of like your accessories. That's kind of like me and you just skipping biceps one day. Yeah. Me and Jim are going to go do pull-ups. We're not going to do biceps today. We'll probably get enough stimulus in our arms. Yeah, right? yeah. That's kind of how it is to me. And yeah. so uh, same idea is like when you delegate to what not only free up to make me happy, free uh-huh. up that I'm good at, Yeah. Um, but then free up the priorities. You know, you just kind of throw these, not low-hanging fruits, because they are important for a lot of businesses and they help and they're needed. Mm-hmm. But what? how can I look big picture? And that's obviously like the general pyramid kind of ideas like how do you oversee multiple things um that are kind of like one task oriented rather than um zooming one big picture yeah in the case of this book like the the guy who came up with the concept has a whole like inner circle style send you know system seminars and all that kind of stuff around it and the guy who actually wrote the book uh is a psychologist who just happened to think the system was really good. Yeah. And then it took yet another person who was deep into the publishing industry to help them pull it all together. And the guy who came up with the concept had actually minimal input to the book, even though he's listed as an author because it was his idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, almost, it's almost like, like, uh, like a movie situation where, you know, story by, but teleplay yeah. by, whatever. Right. It can be radically different. And I don't necessarily think it's radically different. And right. I listened to the audio book, and so the guy, the original guy, gets interviewed at the end of each one. It did drive me insane, though, because clearly they were all recorded at the same time. And dude is like on the microphone, Yikes. like oh my god, just just, it's noisy the whole time. Like I would not have released it like that. I would have made him stop. Yeah, or redo it. <laughs> redo it. Yeah, I wonder why. I don't know. I guess maybe it's one of those situations too, where like a uh, budget, maybe time in the studio, and then they don't think the book's going to do well, and then obviously it does well, and then you have all these shitty mistakes inside. I don't know. I don't know. Same don't with like know. podcasts, right? Like there's some podcasts that probably get shit tons of downloads with really crappy equipment because they just started and they're just good. Yeah, now that everyone has a, has, yeah. a, has a podcast. Even though the opposite is probably true. There's probably a bunch of podcasts with zero downloads and really nice equipment. Potentially, yeah. yeah. People <laughs> get, you know, people fetishize the equipment right. in, in podcasting. Right. The or they have the they, budget. Yeah, with the same way they do than anything else. Yeah. Somebody's like, I'm going to be a power lifter. I yeah. just spent $1,000 yeah. on, on you know, you know. Shoes belt. 
T shirts, yeah, deadlift socks, everything. Um, everything. Uh, uh, I'm kind of raised lucky. heels shoes. Yeah, I'm kind of lucky for, that wasn't a thing. Yeah, like I bought Nike shoes when I first started lifting. That was kind of expensive, 150, 200 bucks. I bought Tommy Kono sleeves. There's no one wore sleeves in 2010. Yeah, I bought Tommy Kono sleeves that were yeah. There was no raw raw, right. single ply multi. Bought some sleeves for 30 bucks. Bought a lead FTS belt for 50 bucks. Kind of in the game. I still have the same belt that I bought in 2004. So. I just like lost belts, so I had to buy new ones. 2005. That's pretty good. Mine's, yeah. mine's probably five years old now. <clears throat> but I just lost belts along the way. Yeah, but I mean, that's the same with everything. That's like the first advice for like YouTube. You know, even though the landscape has changed. you know, Entirely I, in a way that I can't quite figure out. People ask me questions. I'm like, well, I don't know. But like lifting and content, may- maybe you do need good shit now. You know, there's not a lot of like YouTube guys that get by with crap shit that's there's budget ish yeah. cameras that work well you know that your little uh, canon my little sony those aren't yeah. too expensive they're kind of point and shoot but yeah maybe you do need it where back in the day you didn't like there's big time vloggers getting hundreds of thousands of views on a cell phone but yeah. that's probably just not the thing anymore shit evolves and i'm the old guy yeah i kind of believe that uh if anybody's actually sort of paying attention to our secret sequence we are out of sequence we're doing um something of a q and a episode today because we're trying to put together um a an episode with uh a couple of guests one of which would it's definitely not someone who's ever appeared on a fitness podcast before ever 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 um and it's kind of a big get, but like the we're trying to work out the technology of it. Um, some a name we would recognize, uh, not in the industry, uh, and uh, someone in conjunction with um, Mental Health Awareness Month. Uh, and we then do another movie, huh? And, huh? And then, a movie. and then another movie, yeah, because we're enjoying those more than we enjoy anything else that we do right now. And so, like, lean in. That's the. Uh, I agree. That's the answer. Lean in. You know, like Q and A's and stuff are fine, and I like to help people. And but I, another issue with social media is that you obviously the response like curve and the response, the depth of the connection isn't there. Yeah, and so like. I like doing Q and A's in my brain because it's um, content that's the, just there, and it to me I'm helping people. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I remember back in the day. I, I again I'm a lurker on most things, but like 2012, I tweeted Lane and uh, I was like, "Hey man, what's up with like squat shoes? Really? You know? Because it like mm-hmm. at that time it's like you have to have squat shoes or no, you don't have to have squat mm-hmm. shoes, right? And multiply was still kind of a, the big thing, and mm-hmm. so like no one lifted in squat shoes. No, so then. Yeah, you die. But I mean, I'm sure somebody did it. But uh, and so I asked, like, do I need squat shoes? He's like, they're a really, really good tool. And I was like, oh shit, you know. And like that was the f- that felt really good to get a answer from a guy who I read on Bodybuilding.com, you yeah. know. Um, and so I feel Q and A's give value, but maybe the world doesn't. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I enjoy these episodes because again, I think we can help answer some questions but mm-hmm. maybe people aren't entertained it's kind of the most interactive that we get i wish that honestly i would do like if we were having a high level of interaction with people all the time i would do a couple of extra episodes yeah, a month Q&As. that that were you know live interaction stuff on whatever platform we have the ability to do those things if if we're not if we're going to do them and people are only going to uh consume our stuff as they say now asynchronously uh, then 
then it's not worth it. Yeah, and it's hard. I, I, we talked about it back in the day on different podcasts, and, and I recently watched a live Twitch stream with um, um, uh, the Mo podcast, the the local sports group. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and they were doing a, a live Twitch stream, and they would drag people in audio-wise on Discord. And I love that idea. Uh-huh. Um, and then I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, but there's a reason that's like, there's a reason why radio stations have someone screening those calls. And when you do it on your own, it, it, it's a minefield. Yeah, like yeah. like what people are going to say, you don't know. And then like how they interact sucks, and it gets awkward. And I'm kind of yeah. sitting there feeling, even as a viewer, I'm like, ah, this kind of feels weird. And, you know, there's a disconnect in humor. Or there's a disconnect in the conversation. And it just kind of feels combative a lot of the times we're on on radio radio it doesn't feel that way probably because they've been mini interviewed before they got on there slightly yeah. yeah and so then the the producer gets an idea of what's going on like that idea sounds cool too you know to live chat with people but you know how realistic is it Pro- probably not going to happen sorry folks um a thing that i was thinking about yesterday looking on twitter and and i guess instagram would be the same thing is how come there are no um, filters you can apply so that you can see either posts or people or a combination of the two that are local to you. I guess geo geotag hashtag would be their answer. Yeah, yeah. You would think there would be like a mini map. You know, if, if you guys have been on like a, I don't know why the, <laughs> the two websites I probably go to most are like Zillow, like a house selling one, and then like a dog adoption one. And both of those have the mini map that you can scroll in and out, and then it'll it'll show you everything for adoption or everything for sale within that mini map. Yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you be able to do that? A mini map on Twitter, like, hey, I want to see all tweets within this five mile radius. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I, I think that if social media is going to continue to work going forward, it has to have something like that. Yeah, it, because it, it's obviously available because every other type of Industry has it because it has to be more valuable right. for for everybody. If you're looking, not yeah. everybody is trying to sell something nationwide. Not everybody is trying to deal with an issue that's yeah. nationwide. I mean, Yelp does it. Yeah, does Yelp do a map deal? Ish, yeah. You but that's a, yeah. We just need a map ish on Instagram and a map ish. Just yeah. and then you could like filter by like time. Like I want to see five miles from the capital of California. And I want to see posts in the last hour, or I want to see posts in the last day, or I want to see posts all time most popular. Yeah, I don't know. There's not a lot of like filter filters like that one because I guess I don't know. I don't. I think maybe it goes back to people just consuming things so quick that it's already late, so they don't even people don't even like search on Instagram. They're just in their feed and but it, yeah. but discoverability on Instagram is becoming a, a not good. Uh, yeah. And that's what killed Snapchat. That's what, that's like the main argument on Twitch. And I, I heard some random dude ranting on some, one of the platforms I was on Instagram, TikTok somewhere where he thinks Twitch is going to die too, because of that factor We're discover it's so big and it's so popular now, but discoverability sucks for new, for new creators and new users. You don't know where and, to start. And becoming a partner is almost impossible now, at this point. Yeah. It's really hard. It's really, really hard. And so, I mean, and Instagram's already kind of gone through that. Like, you can go viral for sure, but like taking away the discovery page on there, yeah. um, you can't really just find new random cool shit. Yeah. It's hard to do. Yeah. I just, they're, it, it, they are a victim of their own success, I guess. Yeah. Tw- Twitter, you kind of can because of the retweet factor, even though yeah. Twitter's just kind of set up different. There should almost be like a, obviously there's a like and, and we know when you interact more on Instagram, that post is more likely to be shown to more of their followers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there should almost be, and you can kind of like quote unquote retweet in your story. You could post someone shit, but I almost feel like there should be like a, like a bump or a boost factor 
on a post. Like, a, you know, like, and obviously their boost factor is money. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's where right. it all comes well, down to. I, mean, I know that, like, um, trending on Twitter, yeah. it has a local component to it, but yeah. you can't, like, search for that. No, but it's still even better than what Instagram's doing. And same with YouTube. Yeah. Like, YouTube trending is obviously just the big, big, big dogs. But um, and, and Twitch talked about, like, trying to do one where they said, like, they would do, like, a mini new streamer-ish area. And I know podcasts try to do that, but discoverability and podcasts are really, really fucking hard, too. Yeah, it's, it just gets worse all the time. Yeah, and that's kind of all these platforms. And I guess that's a little bit nature of the competitiveness, but you think there would be some kind of way um, to kind of do that uh, for, for for anyone, right? For, obviously, we're personally would love it, too, because then we get more discoverability. But any creator... Or just cool shit, like cool stories, cool things deserve to kind of be mm-hmm. sh- shown, and they're hard. <laughs> yep. They get lost. They get lost in the mix. Yeah. Because there's so much content. Every, everyone's just shoving content into the into, universe. Into the hole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah, it's, that's kind of another reason where, like, I, I just don't need my name out there. I, if my companies can rock on their own eventually, like, I, I, they just can't right now, but I would love to step aside. I don't need it to be Mike. <laughs> Mike. I like podcasting because so, it's conversation, but that's not the same. I, I don't need it to be Mike. So I, yeah, yeah. There isn't any scenario in which I would put either one of our names in the Never title of our ones. business nope. ever, ever on any platform. If it sounds like I'm throwing shade, I totally am. Yeah, me and Omar, that's, it's, it's it's ridiculous. It's entirely o- just that's. Oh. I mean, a lot of people do it. You know, even like car dealers locally and stuff most of them are people's names and shit and i get like the family aspect or something but i would just never do it me and omar put our faces uh the front of mama's boys podcast our old podcast uh-huh. but it was like a cartoon version i just thought it looked cool yeah you know what i mean no i wasn't gonna sell my, i'm not selling my face i'm not a model like literally selling your face to me makes yeah. you think that you're a model i'm not a model yeah, yeah, I take pictures in our clothing because we have no models and because I designed it and because we're the owners. Yeah. Not because I love taking pictures of myself. Right, yeah. And I need shit to post on my stupid Instagram, which I also don't want to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do it because I have to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, ha- I hate it. I never listen to these podcasts. Uh, our podcast went out. Shout out to the boys of Bridge to Bridge there. There's your fucking shout out, boys. <laughs> Their podcast with us went live and uh, Mike, Dan's brother's texting me and he said, yeah, man, listen to it. It was really good. I'm like, I'm not fucking listening to myself. Yeah. What do you, uh, you think I'm going to take, I'm not taking two hours of my day to sit down and listen to myself talk? Uh, I have to listen to these. Yeah, that's again, your job. But that's, yeah, my job. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm not doing that. The moment I don't have to do that is yeah, the moment I'll not be doing it. There's I, no chance I'm going to listen to my damn self. And that's another reason I haven't even put out a YouTube video because I don't want to edit it myself. Like, I do not want to see myself talk. or I can see myself lift Yeah, or, or play sports. Um but it, that's not a YouTube video. It's not just me lifting. I got to talk or I got to do something. Right, right. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, me too. I'm not, I mean, uh, I, I, I will get back to for a while um, shooting some video and putting it up. But my intention is to create a situation which more, I, that I'm just yeah. managing it and not actually doing it. Yeah, behind you know? the scene. Yeah. Yeah, producing. Yeah, pr- literally producing yeah. instead of just actually like running the thing we had some questions but they're uh, online but they're i feel like we've asked yeah, we've answered these questions in the past if you do, we, like we could rapid fire them if you want yeah i don't think you really want to all right then we won't um, screw you kids um the um yeah literally we uh uh have covered all this stuff in the last couple of acting the last q a um definitely so i don't really want to repeat ourselves but um sort of what uh, is it is the 
a video of the introduction of the team still available. And I don't even know what that is, but I will tell you that currently the team is three people, plus my son comes in for um, photography and runs video for this, and then that's that's video the team, the team. Um, <laughs> that runs 3SB, Third Street Barbell right now. Yeah. Uh, there is a point at which there will be more people. Yeah. And that's probably come relatively soon, which sort of fits into the other sort of question, which was, how's the gym going? I think we answered that last time. People ask that a lot, and I don't know what to say. And uh, again, I'm an overthinker by diagnosis from a doctor. <laughs> but like, I don't know what, you know, like, I don't want to say like, because then we go in this conundrum. I was talking to a good friend. Maybe this is up your alley, Jimbo. So there's all these like psycho analysis in life and then there's you know therapy and then there's these life coaches and mm-hmm. there's these books and there and then i like to believe that stuff mm-hmm. i like to believe in a more realistic sense you can manifest your life not that i think of an apple an apple appears in my mm-hmm. hand but if i think of an apple enough that one day i'm gonna either buy an apple tree or i'm gonna end up to the grocery store buy a fucking apple right yeah, yeah. and that can scale up to millions of dollars and that can scale down to the level of your life and that can scale to the car you want to get right you the more you focus on it the more hopefully you take those steps to focus it to lead you to that goal right manifestation i love that and i believe it and some people believe it metaphysically you know like i don't know if i'm there yet i'd like to be there maybe i will find enlightenment but then the opposite like some people say like that's just unrealistic uh focus on one task in front of you and more realistic goals and maybe one day you can buy that porsche all right i can get down with that too um Fuck, I don't know where I was going. Oh, the the gym. And so, uh, so when, but then the the ego hops in, right? So someone says, "How's your gym doing?" And the gym is doing well. Uh, we're doing we're doing pretty well, right? But then what do I say? Yeah, and then I like to spread positivity too. But then it goes back to being fake. Like, yeah, man, we're doing fucking fantastic. Like, I'm not gonna say that when someone asks how my business is doing. No. And, but then I also don't want to be like ultra realistic and like give them numbers or like, yeah, yeah well, we're here, here, you know, and, and analyze it. And then I also don't want to be like, yeah, it's doing fine. Because then fine sounds negative. We're doing more than fine, truthfully, realistically, and my manifestation. But then what part is my manifesting just becoming unrealistic that I'm fucking insane and I'm just talking out my ass like, we're fucking crushing it. Even though I do wake up and I think and I talk that way to myself and I do believe in affirmations like that for sure. Mm -hmm. But then how, because everyone asks. I've gotten that five times the last two days. I'm sure you have. Yeah, you know, I, I get it all the time. And too. I just say, like, yeah, we're doing good. I, I think we're, uh, you know, is that the answer? But then one, 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 what? And then when I'm fucking crushing it, I want to tell people, but I'll probably be like, yeah, we're doing good. I'll probably answer the same. E- even if we're going bankrupt right now, I'd probably be like, yeah, we're doing fine. You know, like I, I'm probably gonna give you the same vanilla answer, but then I feel fake. But it's not that I'm trying to be fake or to, or hide anything. It's that the overthinking of me is uh, extremes. So I'm either going to tell you <laughs> ultra-realistic negative Mike or I'm going to tell you that we're fucking crushing it. So instead, I just choose the average, I think, or the median. Um, yeah. I-, I will put it this way. As a as a not you know corporate job thing that I've been involved in marketing, this one so far has already been more successful. And I don't necessarily mean successful as in money in our pockets, but sure. but revenue generated and in paying its bills and the money you know, in our pockets is a complicated thing with COVID and as big of a project we took. Yeah. Money is a complicated thing when you yeah. start a brick and mortar company. That's what made me th- look around just everywhere I drive. Like, how does this motherfucker pay his bills? You know, yeah. I look at these stores. I'm like, well, how are they? How are they been here for oh, twenty yeah, years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the people who don't make it, you know. Yeah, for sure, tons. Um. Yeah, that reminds me of another story that I'll tell you off the air. But um, 
just something I was exposed to this week. It's like, oh, wow, okay. Uh, uh, where was I going? Oh, so yeah, uh, I'm I'm proud of what we've accomplished so far. That's a that's a pretty strong statement. Yeah. Um, I am the, uh, if somebody asks me how something is, I'll say it doesn't suck. And that to me, that's a kind of a compliment. Yeah. It's as good you as know? it gets. <laughs> that's kind of yeah. as good as it gets. I'm not, I don't get that excited about that many things. I don't either. That's ever, another issue. Yeah. Ever, ever. So I think, yeah, I think that's both of us. So it's going well. And somebody said, do we have big plans for the, the rest of the year? Well, we're trying to get a grand opening kind of thing yeah. uh, that's sort of stymied by the fact that we thought there'd be more people in town for World's Strongest Man spectating, and that's not going to happen. They're right. not having spectators. And, um, uh, you know, we still haven't locked this down, but as soon as we do, it'll be on everything. Yeah, and maybe say, June 20th. Half yeah, locked down, Half folks. locked down <laughs> June 20th. Uh, lockdown would be another issue that would be yeah. a problem. When, Don't in, lock down. Unlock June twentieth. Yeah, and then there's yeah, and then there's, the unlock block party. That's yes. not a bad name. There we go. And then there's the whole like uh, we don't know like what the state of California is going to decide from moment to moment. CDC says one yeah. thing, California says another. I, I like I don't know. I could go on and on, but there's no point. Yeah, someone also asked. I guess we could cover this here too. This would be a good. Pro- you'll probably be able to answer it better than me. Uh, what was the easiest thing with opening these businesses? Oh, criminy. Because everyone always asks what the hardest or what's like a, you know, I think we even answered on another Q&A, like what was an unexpected difficulty or unexpected bump. And I'm like, well, everything, everything's got a fucking hiccup in it when you dig into it. Like I was even just trying to pay like my tax extension. There's fucking 20 hiccups of recover my password. Like there's a hiccup in everything you do in life, right? Like it's fucking so insane. My mom, (laughs) my poor mother, I told her we just passed TV shows back and forth. You know, we don't really have similar tastes, but we try to fill each other out. And, uh, and sometimes we'll, we'll hit, hit hit the head on one of them, like uh-huh. uh, Sons of Anarchy. Uh-huh. I liked it, uh, and I think it's up her alley pretty good. And so I was like, Mom, you should go watch Sons of Anarchy. I wish I could watch it. She said, well, why can't you watch it? I said, I ain't got Hulu. She's like, I got Hulu. I said, I know, but to you, finding your password and get it to me is going to be <laughs> just a fucking... I said, don't even try. She texts me 45 minutes later. She's like, Hulu blocked me 20 times. I can't get my password. I can't reset. I was like, I know. That's why I told you just not to fucking... They make getting your Hulu password like like you're fucking applying to go to Mars. Like, it's so difficult. I'm like, just don't even fuck with it. I'm better off just paying the 10 bucks a month than you trying to recover your password. That was 45 minutes of work. That's $10 a month worth of work <laughs> just to get your password. It fucking sucks. This is why I use a password manager. Yeah, I, I like not, security. I, I, I like not, it. I would not remember these things. But at the same time, I have Google telling me that I have 140 passwords that are identical or something like that. It's like, fuck them. Steal my identity, dude. I fucking dare you. Take my debt. I don't fuck you. Probably 90% of them are sites I don't even go to anymore. So, like, what would I do about that? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Easiest thing we've done. Or easiest. (sighs) I had a a pretty. I don't know. I had a bullshit answer. Go with your bullshit answer while I vamp while I think. My bullshit answer is on Instagram. As I said, like, nothing in opening a business is easy. Not Mm -hmm. a single thing. Like, even applying for your like your tax number can be kind of annoying because then you're like, well, do I need a state? Do I need a city? Do I need mm-hmm. a sellers? What what do I need? Like all everything that seems like, oh, you just go to the website and apply isn't easy. Uh, I said the easiest thing for me is that although I am probably the laziest person on the planet, that like I'm just good at showing up and doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and for me, showing up is, I said, everyone listening right now on my Instagram, all of you are more skilled than me. 
all of you are way smarter than me. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. I'm an average fucking Joe. I'm a little creative, but you're fucking smarter than me. Everyone listening to this podcast is probably has a skill that's beyond my best skill. But uh, I can show up and do. And I can show up and do again. And I can show up and do a fucking again. And I can show up for 365 days and just fucking do. Um, and that, uh, to me at least, uh, is the difference between a successful business and a not. Or being a business owner and a not. Some people just can't show up. They can't show up for themselves. They can't show up for their teammates. They can't show up for uh, shit they don't want to do. They can't show up, right? Like, looking back, hindsight, building this fucking place was awesome. In the middle of it, I didn't want to fucking be in a 110-degree tin box ripping out a 1,000 screws from these metal posts. Yeah. Like, I didn't yeah. want to do that. But I drove here, 10 o'clock, you know, like, I showed up. Um, and so, for me, that is easy. And I don't know if it's a basketball background or, or my dad telling me like I, I i didn't cuss much as a kid but like my mom get mad i say bitch or fuck or something mm. you know they throw soap in my mouth but if i said can't around my dad he wouldn't like do the joke like that word's not allowed like yeah. he would get furious that i said that word like uh-huh. like you didn't want to see my dad mad either like the whole world would fucking shake he's that little emote the red emote <laughs> that's my dad's face and so yeah like the can't or don't show up or don't do or don't give your best and that sounds so cliche but that was so drilled into me i just fucking did it and do i do my absolute best in everything probably not i'm sure there's some screw i fucking missed or bullshit kicked back in or something right like i'm not yeah. perfection but show up do was easy for me but i think that's probably the hardest part for some other folks that could be true i think that maybe the easiest thing as far as i'm concerned was conceptualizing the whole thing and the hardest thing is realizing it. Conceptualizing was probably one of the most fun, I would say. I would agree, too. So, and obviously, when you're having fun, it yeah. tends to be easy. Because um, I think we're all kind of at least in the same goalpost. Yeah. And I think we ended up kind of where we all wanted to be, which yeah. was fun and easy. And that I've done many projects with many po- folks, and that's not fun. Because everyone's got their own ideas. Or some people just say, like, I don't have an idea. I'm like, all right. Or, like, they don't have an idea, but they don't like my idea. Or whatever. Where yeah. We never really bumped that road no no uh, which was good and i think we're all happy with it no i think so too i yeah. think that the the issue is just communicating like getting to even you know 80% of the vision would be a, like a big whew, yeah yeah because we're 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 still on the road yeah. and and that's completely expected in the first year of whatever it, i mean the only way that it would not have been this way is if we spent a whole year before we even started right really working on the nitty-gritty of it, knowing it was going to happen. Most people don't do that, and that's not something that... Like, really what happened with us is that we we kicked around a lot of ideas about it before we, before we um, ever looked at any place, and this place being available was a thing that sort of pushed it forward. Yeah. And now, I, I mean, though, that might not have been the most important part of it. Right. But yeah. It was uh, at the time. Like, it was it, the decision it, maker. Um, it was, but now looking backwards, yeah. it's like, yeah, well, actually, like, there isn't another facility like this, yeah. and it doesn't have to... Our history here... Is cool. Is cool. Yeah. It's not the most critical yeah. component of it, and we th- we probably overvalued that in Maybe. our minds. Maybe. Um, because it doesn't even feel like the same place to me most, yeah. most of the time. Like, I'll, uh, every once in a while, I'll catch an angle, and I'll go, yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah. but no. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree by any means. Um, yeah, and I think that the uh, like not secret, but like something maybe people don't think about is like branding or whatever. That's like that never stops. 
like no. you said, like, well, yeah, we're 80%, but then even like that last 20%, like that's what it is because what is it really is it's storytelling. Um, and so like, that's obviously what we try to do in the clothing and that's what we try to do on the podcast. And that's what we try to do when we interact with every single person that walks through the door. And like, that's kind of the ever going factor of, yeah, a brand or branding or, or whatever it might be. Yeah. And so that might be hard for people too. No, I think so too. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that you can look at anybody else's easy and expect that to be your easy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think sure. that you can look at anybody else's hard and expect it to be your hard. Yeah. It's situational and it's based on your skills and yeah. it's based on circumstances. Yeah. Right. Like what was the hardest thing? I'm like, I guess like the, the elephant in the room was like overcoming the COVID stuff. Like, yeah, sure. But was that really hard, hard? Mm. Eh. You know, yeah. like it, it wasn't easy, but it wasn't like some days things felt dead in the water. But nothing was ever dead in the water, right? And again, if if you show up, uh, nothing's ever dead in the water because there's always something to do. Yeah, there's always something to do for sure. That's for sure. Should we um, tackle <laughs> one of the things on this list? Yeah. Where it, where, where uh, if you want, we don't have to. It's up to you. getting quiet for a second here my buddy matt's watching and he just texts me what are you saying hey how's the gym going <laughs> <laughs> yeah makes me want to kill him smart ass yeah. uh yeah i mean it's um, going great fuckhead yeah the the i guess the um uh the one here that i was that we could just throw out here because i just feel fairly, com- fairly comfortable about it lifting and keto no don't why would you do that yeah i think if you're trying to optimize your lifting keto is probably not the optimal nutritional strategy if keto makes you feel really good and feeling really good is more optimal or number one goal to you than your lifting they can go um but yeah, if you're trying to be the strongest or most jacked or, or whatever version of yourself, does that make sense? Like in this priority of what your goal is, yeah. if your goals feel awesome and you have a gluten intolerance and you have some of these things mm-hmm. and, and keto is what makes you feel the best, then yeah, sure, you can lift weights on keto. You're not going to explode. But if your goal is to be a savage in the gym, look really good or work towards your best physique, carbs will benefit almost every activity <clears throat> physical activity i think we've talked before about the fact that the keto is kind of a strategy and not really a not necessarily a lifestyle unless yeah. unless there's a medical reason to do it but um and even the percentage of that i think that's what like <clears throat> it gets over it just got overthrown yeah. everywhere like i'm not carbon I'm tolerant like bitch what like you don't know how many carbs you take in that's why you're carbon tolerant you're taking in 600 a day yeah. No human can do that. That's why you're carb intolerant. Like, I get puffy after I eat cheesecake. You ate a whole cheesecake, ma'am. <laughs> I would get puffy as well, right? Like, that's just so different. And so, like, and I forgot the number. We should have Lane or someone smart on again. And, like, the calorie intake or the carb, quote-unquote, tolerance or the difference in someone's calorie intake based on their body weight and age, uh-huh. like, the percentage is, like, a 5% variance. Where people's, like, genetics, this, like... Yeah, it's so small. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm I'm like 5'9", 220, 225 right now. It's not like someone with my similar build, similar age can handle 5,000 calories and I can handle 2,000. That's just not a thing. Unless yeah. unless it's, again, that top 2% that actually have a metabolic disease or a real disease. Yeah. But on a normal healthy human, which is the majority of us, quote-unquote healthy, uh, 
the variance is so little. Mm-hmm. And then that's where this keto thing just plugs in, though, because like, yeah, you drop a bunch of water weight right away, right? Or or like how many how much meat can you eat? Yeah, and people lose weight, and so their right. their their labs get good for six months or so, and then they not, don't necessarily whatever. Yeah, and their mental gets better, yeah. right? Because they feel like a little less puffy because they have no glycogen or water in their body, which isn't bad. Water weight's not a bad thing. Water weight is a wonderful thing. Having water in your cells is a beautiful thing. That's how you get a pump in the gym. <laughs> that's how you live. Have you heard of creatine? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's still like a myth too. Like creatine, like people, people I know know that. Like no, kind of no lifting. Say like, yeah, creatine makes me puffy. Like no, no. Like yeah, it draws some water into the cells. That's what we want. Yeah, that's, that's energy. What, that's life. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. Uh, sort of, kind of a last word on keto. Um, last point in my head. When my therapist is talking about, he was talking about diet, and he said, yeah, like last year I was doing keto and you know intermittent fasting or whatever, and I felt great. It's like, okay, then why are you not still doing it? Right. Because it sucked. That's yeah. why. Then it's not great. Yeah. Right? Like if you don't enjoy it or you can't sustain it, yeah. then it's not great anymore. Yeah. It's not. It's like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but did you keep doing it? Yeah. Could you keep doing it? No. Well, then it's not great. Then it's not great. Yeah, it's not it. Uh, random last side note someone on instagram was doing a q and I forgot who it was and they said like how do you eat or how many meals do you eat a day because everyone's so used to like well i only eat two hours like this dude it was one of the homies i don't know if it was saya but it was like one of the homies and they're like i, I know it's gonna sound weird and it, even to me it sounded weird hearing like a quote-unquote influencer say this they're like i eat breakfast lunch dinner and everyone you know like in my head i'm like that is weird to hear someone say because i don't even eat that but i i haven't eaten that my whole life it has nothing to do with yeah. I never ate breakfast as a kid. I have a sensitive stomach. I was anxious. I didn't go to school without breakfast. Like, uh-huh. Not because I wasn't fucking intermittent fasting in third grade. I was just a weird kid. But like to have someone say, like, yeah, if you just kind of eat three meals. <laughs> and like, like that, we could write a literal book right now on that, and it would have success. If we did, hey, you get three meals yeah. and no snacks, 50% of our listeners are going to oh, lose yeah. weight. It's, They're going to lose weight. It's, it's the snacks part. It's, it's that the, easy, though. Yeah, yeah, you you yeah. eat three square meals. And the other thing, like, all right, my diet is three meals a day. All of them have – you have no screen on. No screen is allowed. Uh-huh. TV, phone, nothing's allowed. You can uh-huh. do some audio if you'd like, music or, or, or whatever. And you must sit down to eat. And you eat three meals. And I'm not going to – no other rules. I've, one, I'm going on New York bestsellers. You guys are going to see me on Oprah's new show. Two, with The Prince. I just heard he's The Prince has a show with Oprah. And then I'm going on it. And then and then you're going to all lose weight. And they literally will lose weight. And that's more sustainable than half these bullshit diets do. Like those are basic ass rules. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. 100%. I feel like a genius now, actually. Uh, we should probably delete this from the podcast so no one writes my book. <laughs> we're going to hire somebody to write the book, yeah. and we're not actually going to give them any input. They're just going to write it. It's going like to be two pages long. Yeah, exactly. The rules of not being a dumbass. <laughs> don't eat like a idiot. D- don't le- eat like an idiot. I feel like uh, that's a pretty good place to bring it in uh, for a landing, unless you got something else. That's all I got. Um, 3SB.co, half unlock your June 20th. We may be having uh, a little bit of competition, a little bit of a block party, some food, some apparel sales, some homies up here. Um, more news on that to come. Um, and follow us everywhere. Third Street Marbell. I am at the Jim on all the social medias. This show is 50% facts. Where percent is a word... And 50 is just numbers, and wow, the latest WordPress update really screwed up my ability to update the website. But the last few posts are definitely up there. And if you made it this far, just...
just share this damn thing. Give yeah, us a rating absolutely. review. Please help us out. Share it on Twitter. Share it on Instagram. We'd love to see it, uh, and we will repost. I and 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 I am not an ego driven person, but I will tell you that I feel like the uh, the sh- the episodes that we've done in this calendar year are some of the best I've ever done in any show that I've been involved with. Period. 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 Whether or not they were, you know, yeah, we're in a good flow. Yeah, whether or not we were we were having. Um, uh, the same guest that everybody else in the whole freaking world's having on, or we're having people that we select that we want to talk to. That's the, the whole bottom line. And we'll talk to you next week with a pot- potentially very interesting guest. Otherwise, who knows? Talk to you later.